What's up, everybody? Van Daniel here. Welcome to the show. I'm excited to be back, especially today, tomorrow, election day, Trump versus Biden. Who's going to win? I'm going to tell you why I voted for President Trump. But first, I want to talk about something. I had a conversation today, right? So for my podcasters, uh, I'm going to put a little screen a shot up here of I seen a post, a meme on Facebook today where somebody was like, oh, this is awesome. This is too funny. And for my uh, podcast, you can't see, it's a picture of a black couple, right, um, dressed up almost perfectly like the St. Louis couple that was defending their homes against uh, the riots and the looters in St. Louis a couple months ago. Now, I got no problem with them dressing up as people. That's fine, whatever. But the black woman is in white face. Every part of her body is regular. She's got her face painted white. Now, the person who posted this, who said it was super funny, is a uh, somebody I, I respect very much. I'm not going to say who they are. I'm going to keep them anonymous because it's not fair to them. Um, however, somebody that they know posted, uh, at me, right? So this is how the conversation started. I simply asked the question, I'm reading it right off my feed. Is she in whiteface question mark? And the person that I know replied, I'd call it a costume. My reply to that is, was gotcha. So blackface is just a costume then too, question mark. All things need to be equal or nothing can be equal. Now, my point to that is, is equality is not about tit for tat, right? Equality is about everything is equal straight across the board. You get the same opportunities I do regardless of race, creed, or color. So when somebody says something like this is funny to me, it's not about blackface. It's not about me making blackface okay. I think blackface is wrong too. But whiteface can't be okay either. Because if one's right or one's okay, the other one cannot be okay. That's not okay, right? Because that's literally the exact hypocrisy that will keep racism alive, right? In my opinion, right? Anyway, somebody on her feed uh, came to her defense and said, apparently, what thought she was her defense, she said, that's not how that works. Simply replied, why not? She said, to use this as a reason to validate blackface shows your willful, willful ignorance. Again, I wasn't trying to validate blackface. I was trying to point out the hypocrisy, but she is entitled to her own opinion. It's not worth my time anymore to educate people like you especially if you're going to assert an opinion such as on a post of, I'm not going to say who it is, so-and-so is raising biracial sons and married to a black man. Take your racist, willful ignorance elsewhere. So automatically, the first in a real interaction this woman has with me is immediately calling me a racist. I just, and it baffles me. My comment wasn't racist. Where I was coming from wasn't racist, but this is exactly 
what happens every single time I try to point out or somebody tries to point out facts or hypocrisy or tries to change things, right? Oh, nope, I don't, I don't believe what you're saying or I don't like what you're saying. You're a racist. And it just pisses me off. Now, I go on and tell her, um, you know, I'm not saying blackface is right. I'm just saying if one is right or if one is wrong, they're both wrong. Um, I call her ignorant. I'm not going to lie. And I let her know if she's calling me ignorant and racist, she obviously doesn't know me. Um, and then she goes to say that there's no way white face can be hypocrisy. White face isn't a thing, nor is it racist. Well, if so, listen, I understand where blackface came from, right? However, my point is, right? My point with this whole thing is, and I'm not going to read the rest. You people, and I don't mean to, I'm not trying to, to single anybody out. I'm just saying anybody. You cannot, as a group, ask everybody else to not do something, and then you do the opposite. That's hypocrisy. That's tit for tat that will never end. And it's just baffling to me that that's what's going on. The funny, the other funny thing to me is, this woman goes on to tell me later on that I should do America a favor and vote for Joe Biden. Wait, what? Vote for Joe Biden? I'll get into why I didn't vote for Joe Biden here in a moment. So she's a Joe Biden supporter, obviously, liberal leftist, who is perpetuating victimology. She even tried to play the victim at one point in here when I, I really started to get back at her. She even then tried to say, well, you, you're attacking me. And I had to remind her that she started the conversation off attacking me and then she just changed the subject. And that's how, that's how it goes. And it's, it's troubling to me. Because it's never taking responsibility for your actions. I admit, I called her a few names. Nothing crazy. I call her ignorant. Um, I told her that her her posts were uh, hip, hypocritical and that I was amused by it all. But she didn't get it. She still doesn't get it. She left that conversation believing that I'm a white, overwhite privileged white racist uh, that's closed-minded. Anybody who knows me knows that's not the case. I didn't get emotional in the, in the conversation, and I told her that. Your, your, your comments, your, you know, your ridicule means nothing to me because you mean nothing to me. And that's how I feel. You can't control my emotions, and she couldn't either. I just thought, I actually felt sorry for her. I felt sorry for her because people are, like there are many, many people like her. She's not alone in the least. We all know that. We all see that. 
but it's attitudes like this that will just will just keep the wheel rolling down the road. Yep, I'm a victim. Yep, I don't want equality. And she even we talked about that in there too. She doesn't want equality. She wants fair. She's you know she showed the meme. Know, equality, where everybody's standing on the same box, but they're different heights. And then she showed where, you know, the short kid has two boxes, the the medium kid has one box, and the tall person has no box. Standing, you know, looking over the fence. And I said, that's not how America. That, that's not what America's based on. America's not based on fairness. It's based on equality. We all start with the same. And as long as it is what what we do with what. With what we're given that matters. This is not what people want to hear. I'm curious to hear your thoughts uh, on the whole matter. Uh, if you guys want to comment, please, please tell me what you think about that story. Please tell me what you think about all that in the comments. Whether you're on podcasts, I appreciate you. Whether you're on YouTube, uh, what's up to the new format. But that's what really started my day. And... Something like that makes my decision to vote for President Trump even more validated. Because that's not who I am. I'm not that type of person. And those type of people really are ignorant to me. If you can't validate a reason without calling me a racist or anything like that, because it's not a racist thing, me pointing out hypocrisy is not racist. Anyways, let's move on. I have my notes here on my computer. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to talk about the election. The red wave is coming. Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Because I can. Anyways. Before I get into why I voted for President Trump, I'm going to tell you why I voted for, why I did not vote for Joe Biden without mentioning President Trump. I know it's a weird idea. It's a, it's something that the left cannot do, but I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to tell you why I voted for President Trump without mentioning Joe Biden. Okay. So I have a long list here. I got my notes. Get my mouse here. All right. So, Joe Biden. Actually, let me back up. Before that, let's talk about this. When I look at a presidential candidate, there are a couple of things that I look at that make me decide who I'm going to vote for, right? First of all, the first thing I look at, track record. What's your track record? Not only in, in life, but in politics, everything. I, 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 I try to put it the whole person concept, right? What is your track record? Are we all perfect? Absolutely not. Nobody is perfect. I'm glad they don't dig into my background like they've digged into President Trump's background because, oh, Lord. Anyways. The thing about it is with track record, it's either there or it's not, right? 
Two, policy. What are you going to do for the country to better it? Sometimes that's kind of, it's a sticky situation for some people because people think very locally, right? Instead of, instead of globally, country-wide, right? Because at the end of the day, locally comes up to your local, your local government. The president has very little to do what happens in your city, your city or your county or your, even your state. That's your local government. Right. So the president, you got to think about countrywide. What is best for everybody in the country, not you specifically? So I look at that. Three. What I don't look at more like is if I like you or not. I don't care. I don't need to like somebody. Likership is not on my level of things I care about. Can you do the job and do it effectively? So those really four things, three with one that I absolutely don't care about. Uh, I don't care about it. Do I like President Trump personally? No, I don't. He's not somebody that I would probably hang out with. We just don't, I mean, we don't see eye to eye on a lot of things. I'm sure you'd say the exact same thing about me. Joe Biden, same thing. I don't like him either. That has nothing to do with my decision when it comes to running this country. Likeability matters the least to me. I don't even care. If I like you, that's just a bonus. But I don't. I don't like either one of these candidates. However... This is not the lesser of two evils to me either. Like a lot of people have told me, oh, you're just going to pick the lesser of two evils. First of all, one of these two people are going to win. The fallacy of an independent winning this election is unbelievable to me. I hear people all the time, we got to vote third party, vote third party, vote third party. Go ahead. Vote third party. I don't care. I'm not going to. Right? That's, to me, saying whatever you want, that's, that's pissing into the wind. It's throwing your vote away. Some people will disagree, and that's fine if you disagree. I'm okay with it. That's how I feel about it. This is a two-party system at this point in time, whether you like it or not. One of these two is going to win the presidency. I'm predicting Trump in a landslide. But anyways, all right. So, when I looked at these two candidates, I was shocked to see Joe Biden's track record. My number one thing on my list, what is your track record? What have you done? And this guy's track record is long, 47 years years in Congress. So when I heard that at first, I was like, oh man, this might be the guy I vote for, right? 47 years. Imagine what you do in 47 years, right? And then I hear all my, my black friends and my black acquaintances, not all of them, but most of them are like, oh yeah, 
Biden, I'm voting for Biden. I'm like, really? Why? And like, oh, he's for the he's for the black community and yada yada yada. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I didn't hear that, but okay, let me do my research. So I do my research. This guy has a longer history with that specific demographic than most KKK members. And that's I'm I'm serious. So when I was looking at it, right here, he's been lying for 47 years. Biden spent, he said he's part of the civil rights movement, right? Falsely claiming he marched and helped desegregate businesses. Wrong. Matter of fact, he voted against desegregation. Right? And was a speaker at, against it at the time. 1979, Biden voted to protect the tax exempt status of segregated private schools. So he tried to protect schools that were segregated, right? By tax exempt them, right? Then in the, in the early 1970s, Biden even lived in a home with a racially restricted deed. So the place he lived in, only white people could live in. Let's go on. Biden has bragged about working with segregationists and racists, praising his relationship with them. I mean, <laughs> this guy, I mean, it goes on and on. 87, when he was running for president. This in his first go-around. He ran three times. Biden bragged about receiving an award from Alab known Alab a racist Alabama Governor George Wallace. 75, said Democrats need a liberal George Wallace, someone who is not afraid to stand up and offend people. Biden bragged about Delaware being a slave state and honored the Confederate leaders. The same people he's saying now, you know, tear down these statues and all this stuff. This guy's a true politician. And it just goes on and on. I mean, the most recent stuff you should know about if you haven't. Uh, it's been all over the news. So this is the most common stuff that I'm talking about here. Um, he talked about back in May. If you, have a, if you don't know who you're voting for between me and Trump, you ain't black, right? You remember that? Yeah. Old Joe Biden, right? He, uh, oh, he equated uh, minorities to being poor and illiterate. That happened. You can review the tape. I'm not going to play it. Referred to black Americans as boy colored and super predators who are beyond a pale. So yeah, back in 87, he is one of the politicians that deemed or classified black American men as super predators. So here we are, you know, that's cool. 25 years later, 26 years later, 30 years later, not a big deal, right? Not only that, the one he's talking about, the, uh, 1984 crime law that he 
wrote and funded, who has put more black people in prison than anybody, and then just black people, more people in prison than any other bill in history. Uh, what's else? Oh, 75. He did not buy the belief that the black man should get a head start on the white man just because of 300-year history of suppression of African Americans. This is 1975. This guy, this, this guy hasn't changed. What are you saying in 75? He's just saying it differently now. It's the same stuff. He's lied. He says he marched, and he comes back and says, he, oh, yep, I lied. I never did that. And then he comes back, and he says he marched again in 2020 when he never, he already admitted that he didn't. He already admitted that he lied in that. He pulled out of the 87 campaign because they found that some perjury that he did from some British politician and then some Ronald Reagan stuff. It's absolutely mind-boggling that anybody wouldn't do research and see all this stuff. Even his peers, never seen him participate in civil rights demonstrations, admitted that he did not march 2013, admitted he did not take part in civil rights movement in the South, apologizing for taking 48 years to get to Selma. Claimed he marched in Selma. And when it came out that he didn't, he apologized. Sorry, it took me 47 years to get here. I mean, this doesn't even include what's going on now. All right? Keep going. I don't want my kids growing up in a racial jungle. Talk about desegregation of school. Like, hey, this guy is just a known liar and has been doing it for years and years and years, for 47 years to be exact. This guy... I don't even know. I don't even know where to start. I, this guy is promising a lot of things. He's promising some health care. He's promising uh, a college. He's doing all the Bernie Sanders stuff. Listen, if you know anything about money, economy, $15 minimum wage will crush most small businesses. $15 isn't the same in California as it is in Oklahoma. I promise you. You think it's just a wage going up, but there are second and third order effects that go with that. It's not feasible for most states. That's why the president put it up to states. Dang it, I freaking brought up President Trump. Said I wouldn't do that. All right, anyways. He wants health care. Obamacare was a bust. From the beginning, the website was trash. It leaked information. Lost your provider. Co-pays out the, you know what? And then if you couldn't afford health care, you got penalized at the end of the year like 2500 bucks. So let me get this straight. I couldn't afford health care. So now you're going to penalize me. And make me pay $2,500 is something I couldn't afford to begin with. If I had that 
I would have paid for my freaking health care. All right, whatever. Oh, Biden care is going to be better, though. Right? Biden care is going to be better. She's going to do all these things, but... I mean, I just can't get past the question. You've been in office for 47 years, did eight years as the vice president, and you've accomplished essentially nothing. Positive, that is. The only thing that I've seen him do is attack the oil companies, which he's doing again, right? Sorry, man, problem on my computer. Uh, attack the oil companies, which raised our gas prices when uh, President Obama was in office. Him and President Obama attacked oil companies, renewable fuels, we're going to overtax all these people, right? He did that. And our gas prices went through the roof. And I know there's a meme out there saying there's like, there's like 530. I even posted it. That was probably some extreme cases, but I was paying over $4 a gallon. I'm sure you were too, no matter where you were at. I was in Louisiana at the time. And I was paying over $4 a gallon, and Louisiana is a oil state. A lot of offshore drilling. Gas is usually pretty low there. Not the case. Okay. So, so we got all that. All that against him, in my opinion. Yeah, people are still going to vote for him. I don't understand it. Maybe it's not for me to understand. Maybe I'm too ignorant to understand it, like the lady said. Either way, I chose to vote for President Trump. Here's why. Before COVID, obviously, you can't, I mean, COVID, COVID response, we'll talk about, I'll talk about that later. However, but before COVID, our economy was on an, at an all-time high. We had, it was absolutely crazy. We weren't dependent on oil. Oil prices actually dropped to the point where it was less than, it was negative prices. We weren't dependent on any other country for oil or anything else. Tariffs on China, tariffs on Russia. Right? Oh, excuse me, I forgot to uh, mention, go back to the, the Biden thing, the Hunter Biden thing now. That's not even out. They're being uh, um, investigated by the FBI with legit... Claims, not this bogus Russia stuff that they tried with uh, President Trump when he got elected. Anyways, all right, moving on. Sorry. Unemployment was at an all-time low to include black people, black Americans, right? All right. Medium household income was the highest it's ever been. African-American unemployment, lowest ever. Like... It just goes on and on and on for women's unemployment recently reached its lowest in 65 years. Women, black Americans, white people alike, everybody. Unemployment was at an all-time low. Economy at an all-time high. Let's see. Tax cuts. He's cut our taxes. Right? Who does... And that's another thing. It's a big issue right now, right? Uh, uh, oh, tax cuts, tax cuts. Oh, the rich need to pay more. Here's the deal. You ever gotten a job from a poor person? Because I sure haven't. Rich people, wealthy people create jobs. Even though you cut their taxes, 
they still pay more taxes. And tax cuts go downhill, right? Raising taxes goes downhill as well. You raise taxes on the rich. They raise taxes to make sure that they don't lose profits on their product, which raises the price. They have to lay people off. It all rolls downhill to where, oh, jobs. We don't have any jobs. We don't have this. We don't have that. Everybody's complaining. Well, you tax the people that had jobs. Actually, when he did the tax cut, a lot of people got bonuses they hadn't gotten in years because of how much the companies were going to save and they gave it back to their employees exactly what he had in mind. All right, another hot topic, border security. You may not like it. I don't care. A secure border is safety for all. 30 years ago, MS-13 wasn't a thing in the United States. Hell, 20 years ago, never even heard of it. In the last 20 years, it's been become the biggest and most deadly gang in the United States. It comes from El Salvador. Where do you think they come via? Mexican border. Close the border. Want to come to the U.S.? Come here the right way. I have heard this from immigrants that came here the right way. You think they care about illegal immigrants? What's the first word in that phrase? Illegal. So when you have AOC and all these people like, oh, we want to bring them in. I don't. Oh, we have kids separated, 500 kids separated from their parents. Sorry to hear that. Who put those children in, the, in danger? Their, their parents. Or coyotes. And no, I don't mean the furry creatures that run around and kill rabbits. Seen that post too. These are the people we're dealing with. I'm talking about actual coyotes, human traffickers that bring them across the border and then sell them. That's what happens. Those are coyotes. It's baffling to me why we wouldn't want that. I want it. I want to secure our borders, right? 3.9 million Americans have come off of food stamps. 95% of U.S. manufacturers optimistic about the future retail sales surge. Our economy just bounced. As a matter of fact, our economy just bounced back 33% in the last quarter. And we're still under COVID. The president has not been wrong. He tried to, when he tried to shut down the border and shut down flights from China in early December, he was a xenophobe and a racist. Right? by all the left and all the Democrats. Now they're like, oh, you should have shut it down sooner. Can't have both. Dr. Fauci, wear a mask, don't wear a mask. Uh, Quarantine, don't quarantine. The who, they don't know what's going on. They don't know what you're supposed to do. They're back and forth. Now they're saying quarantine is worse than if we wouldn't have quarantined, blah, blah, blah. The president's been saying the whole time, keep the country open, keep everything going. This virus is a virus like anything else. Is it real? Yes. Is it deadly? 
Yes. If you have a compromised immune system or if you're elderly, you need to be careful. No different than flu season. The same precautions. Now, I predict this could be a record low deaths in flu season. We usually have about 40,000 a year. I mean, the flu season, the regular flu that you know is coming every single year. 40,000 a year die. Now we have a new virus nobody's ever heard of, nobody's ever seen. Come to this country and they're like, oh my God, we have 200,000 deaths. No shit. Nobody knows what it is. Nobody knows how to, how to fix it. Just like when the H1N1 flu came through. It's crazy to me. Well, but, you know, everybody blames the president. We need to open this country. We need to do all these things. Not to mention the president, you know, I mean, all the money he's given to HSBCs. I'll be completely honest with you. I'm not a fan of segregated universities or saying like that. If I said like a historically white college, you know, same thing goes the black and forth. But I understand the the history behind black historically black colleges. So I'm okay with it to an extent. However, the president has given billions to historically black colleges. Not just Every year. They had to come back every single year, if anybody didn't know that, and ask the president for a new grant. More money, more money, more money. And he finally asked them, I seen an interview, asked him, why do you keep coming back? He's like, we have to. It gets renewed every year. He's like, what? That's ridiculous. Here's more money than you're asking for in over a 10-year period, so you don't have to come back and keep asking for money. Because they kept saying, man, they felt like they had to beg for money, and the president stopped that. He's a real racist, let me tell you. Let's see. I mean, the list just goes on and on and on. It's absolutely insane how much information is out there and people don't know. Or they don't care because they just don't like the guy. I don't care about likability. I don't. I don't have to like you to know that you can do an effective job. This guy has been doing a great job for four years. This guy's going to get reelected. It's going to be tragic for some people again. Liberal tears are going to fall. And I'm going to love it. Because our country's going to be better for it. Our money's going to be worth more. We're actually putting America number one for once. If you can't get on board with that, that, there's something wrong. We need to put our country first. Manufacturing needs to be done here. We are number one. All Americans are number one. As you've seen with, with former Vice President Joe Biden, uh, China, Ukraine, Russia, he's taking money from all these folks. He is a puppet. He is a puppet to try to get to socialism. If you care about freedoms, the Second Amendment, the First Amendment, and the rest of the Constitution, you better be voting for President Trump. If you don't, you vote for Joe Biden. Be careful what you wish for if he wins. Do not come to me 
I don't want to hear any complaining. I don't want to hear any, oh man, because most of you won't anyways, but I, we're going to know. We're going to know that you made a mistake and you're going to know that you made a mistake. And I have no sympathy because I'm going to be all right. Most Americans that are successful are going to be all right. Regardless. But be careful what you wish for. I don't think you're going to get it anyways. I'm predicting Trump in a landslide victory. I think there is more Trump supporters, especially by looking at the rallies that's been going on. It is unbelievable. Oh, so I know somebody's going to say this, that I didn't bring up Trump's past. The negative things about President Trump. So I'm going to. Did President Trump participate in not letting black or race limiting properties in New York that he owned? Yes, he did in the 1970s, as most did in that time frame. Does that make it right? No. But as we know, of, of the time, it wasn't wrong. We can hindsight this and say, hey, it was wrong, and we know it's wrong. But at the time, it wasn't, it wasn't wrong. And before he ran for president, he was very popular, won all kinds of awards, giving all kinds of money to uh, underprivileged communities. Done a lot of things so far with uh, the prison reform, freeing people. Hopefully he you know, legalizes marijuana. But the biggest attack that he's gotten on that I dis, dis, completely disagree with this is religion. I've seen Justice Barrett get attacked for her religion. I've seen Justin Kavanaugh get re- attacked for his religion. I've seen President Trump get attacked for his religion. What is going on? When has being religious been a problem? other than it doesn't go with your views. I'm over it. I'm ready for Trump 2020. I'm ready for the new next four years of this country to be better, to work for hopefully the next president. I'm guessing Dan Crenshaw, a Texas senator, he needs to run. He needs to let, let us know. Because I vote for him. I think that guy's an even kill guy. I think he could uh, definitely be the next Republican president. All right. That's all I got for today. If you have anything, please hit me up in the comments. Let me know what you think. Either way, don't miss our ne- my next episode. I don't know what it's going to be on. I'll probably have a guest. I'm going to try to have a guest on. We're going to talk about post-election reaction. We'll see if I, if I was right. We'll see if I'm wrong. Right? And then uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring somebody on that I don't agree with, I think. Like I said, like, subscribe, do all that, do all that YouTube stuff, do all that, uh, that podcast stuff. I'm going to put some uh, links down in the, the comments. Y'all help me out if you want. If not, it's no big deal. I appreciate you listening anyways. Well, until next time, I'm out.